I mean, it's all a real thing. I mean, it's all real. The, the trapdoor, just to, to give a bit of context, so 100-storey building were a creative uh, storytelling centre in Footscray. But, I mean, that's not to say that the stories about the trapdoor are, uh, are unreal in any way. We are a 100-storey building. So we're, we're the Southern Hemisphere's only 100-storey building. Um, we're situated on level 100 in Nicholson Street Pedestrian Mall in Footscray. And at the back of the building, there's a trapdoor that goes down to the 99 floors underground. And you're also perfectly poised for puns, of course, about that 100-storey S-T-O-R-Y building, because, of course, there's many, many more than that that have come out of it. I read a figure where you've helped something like 20,000 young people from marginalised backgrounds uh, in the course of the time uh, that the 100-storey building has been going as a notion. Um, but the actual building's been going for five years, and I want to find out... Where did this idea come from? Uh, how did you think about it? Because I have a little inkling of where this started because I was lucky enough many, many years ago to wander into 826 Valencia, which was actually a magic superhero shop, um, which had things like invisibility cloaks and all sorts of crazy stuff uh, was going on in there. I think um, I took back, took back a few kind of magic potion um, type, type options um, coming out of that. Talk to me about where this idea came from. Sure. Okay, so I mean, 826 is a, uh, an organisation based in uh, the States. Um, it was founded by, um, co-founded by the author Dave Eggers, um, who is a publisher, has McSweeney's publishing company. Um, he's the author of a number of best-selling books. Um, he wrote the screenplay to Where the Wild Things Are movie. Um, bit of a hipster god. Right? And he, um, uh, in 2007, he was a keynote speaker at the Melbourne Writers' Festival. Um, and sort of at this time, I, um, uh, I'd been studying to be a teacher. Um, uh, my partner, Jenna, worked in uh, educational publishing. I was going off into schools, uh, doing my school placements, sort of encountering a lot of um, sort of just challenging situations for the teachers in these schools where they had uh, children uh, coming into them with a, a really wide variety of um, sort of outside challenges they'd be presenting in the classroom. The teachers were under-resourced and didn't have the time to provide that sort of one-on-one -on -one support um, for all of these students. And I was working in areas in sort of the west of Melbourne. Um, so Jen and I had been sort of talking about doing some sort of creative collaboration at that point, going, like, we've got a wide creative network, there's stuff that we could do um, sort of to, to bring into the classroom some kind of support. We, you know, we both experienced creativity as a really important aspect of our, our own education. Um, and around this time, we saw Dave Eggers speak at the Melbourne Writers' Festival and he, he was, uh, his keynote was essentially about this organisation that he'd set up um, called 826 Valencia and it came out of uh, very similar sort of um, experiences. He had a lot of teachers in his lives um, who were talking about this, you know, inability to provide that one-on-one -on -one support to these students presenting with like really challenging needs he had this broad network of creative individuals a publishing company that was looking for a new office space and so his idea was well moving to San Francisco we'll find an office for McSweeney's that has a, a space attached to it that could be like a homework club for kids and they could come in and do creative activities with like our authors and publishers and then we can support them in their, their learning uh, and so they found a space that was um, uh, it had a, a, an office a workshop area and then a shop front and it was zoned for retail which meant they had to sell something out of the shop front so they're like we don't know what we want to sell that's not the point of this but they started just sort of doing a bit of a fit out with all of their friends pulling down all the old ceiling tiles and exposing these beautiful old wooden beams someone walked into the space and said looked at the wooden beams and said it looks like we're inside a pirate ship so that gave them the idea we've got the obvious idea to sell pirate supplies um, out of their shop front which meant the kids would walk through this really weird space 
with like eyeballs for sale and like different sized peg legs depending on um, you know whether you're a parrot or a, a human pirate um, and the kids would walk through there and it'd be like this creative gateway for them so then they'd come in and they'd work on these collaborative projects and it just had a really um, sort of big impact on those young people in terms of their sort of creative headspace and the school community started really engaging with them. So I was talking about this, uh, the fact that it's sort of the idea then started popping up in other areas of the country and they sort of formed this network of 826 National. So in New York, where you visited, there's a superhero supply store uh, where you have to enter through a secret bookshelf to go through to the, the Creative Writing Centre. Just a word of warning, the invisibility cloak may not actually work, I'm just sort of saying. So you, you're on the way through the security <laughs> gates at the airport, they caught like, you? They can't see me, can't see me. I think there has to be an element of belief there. Or, I don't know, what's that other thing? Imagination. Yeah, there's, like that, that. that sometimes yeah. comes in handy. But that, so this, that organisation sort of like had this really big impact across the country. We saw him speaking about this in the Melbourne Writers Festival and we're like, oh, this makes so many, you know, it connects in so many ways. I love pirates. So we went over, actually someone in the audience put up their hand and said, Mr Eggers, can I come work for you? And he said, sure, come be an intern. So we did. So we went over and did three months internships over there um, and brought back a lot of the um, sort of just that experience of how they work with volunteers, how they honour the creative process and support children and young people to go through a real creative process and sort of demystify and unpack that and bring out um, all of the, the, uh, the approaches that different creative professionals use. Um, and so we then started running little projects when I started as a teacher, as a graduate teacher, we ran a project in my class, my first class, which was connecting my students with um, uh, authors in a letter writing exchange over six months and, and through that six month letter process, they were pen pals, they worked on a story together. So each pair created and crafted a story without providing feedback back and forth and we published each of those in a book. Um, and we had found this amazing, generous community of um, uh, the children's literary kind of world in Melbourne, um, an incredible bunch of individuals. And we had some, you know, some folk like Tony Wilson, you know, Triple R man, um, who is uh, still doing great work with us. He's been working with a school in uh, Dandenong recently, Warana Park uh, Primary School, um, and just a really generous group of people who then provided, sort of opened up their creative process and that started to inform our programming. So over the next couple of years, um, we delivered more and more projects. We started to sort of take, the idea for 100 story buildings started to take shape. Um, and in 2013, having secured the lease on Southern Hemisphere's only 100-storey building. We opened the doors, um, and then our program has massively expanded. So we've been working across the West um, and other parts of Melbourne. Like I said, working in partnership with six schools in Dandenong this year. We've been working in sort of Broadmeadows area as well. Um, and all of these children and young people engage with this in lots of different ways. So whether that's one-off workshops where they come in to, sort of to work on a creative um, narrative idea, um, through to long-term partnerships with schools and other organisations, afternoon and weekend programming too. We've got a book club, um, which is a teenage book club run by the teenagers and uh, they're facilitating programs for other younger teenagers. So many things going on. Yeah. I want to talk to you about um, something that you've got coming up that people might want to know about or get involved with. Um, but if you've just joined us and are wondering what the hell we're talking about, you're on 3RRR's Backstory. Uh, we're talking to Lachlan Carter and Mel Cranenberg and um, this is a story about the 100-storey building, uh, which is an amazing project. 
Uh, it's an amazing project for so many reasons because uh, it helps the young seeds of our writing community to grow. Uh, I'm very interested in it, obviously, as should everyone be, because really it's operating in areas where there's a great cultural diversity. There's a lot of people who are relatively newcomers uh, to the Australian landscape, but we hope that they will put roots down. Um, this is one of those organisations that really helps with that, and now you can help them. Lachlan, tell us a little bit about the fundraiser that you're having. Well, it, it's... 100 Story Building it was always established as being something that you know, we wanted it to be community owned. So we did consultation with the children and young people about the development of the space. So all of the ideas in that space come from the, the minds of the young people we work with. There's a trapdoor in the back that goes down to 99 floors underground. It's locked because there's a jungle growing out from it. We don't want to lose any more children. 2018's been a good year, we're going to keep it that way. But we do have a lost and found and a notice board and the kids using those clues have helped us sort of figure out what goes on under there. So we've, we've got a map of the building. We know what's on each of those 99 levels. Uh, and we are now inviting community members to invest in imagination uh, and purchase one of the levels below the building to support the ongoing work that we do. Each of those levels that uh, is up for sale has been crafted and imagined by one of the young people that we work with. Uh, and we're tomorrow launching um, on our website uh, a, uh, a sort of a system for you to be able to purchase one of these levels and that purchase will then help us invest in our continuing programming and uh, community relations. It also means, and I think I, people need to understand this, if you purchase a level, um, you get a key, you get your certificate of sale, you also have responsibility for vacuuming, uh, you have to attend the, uh, the the body corporate meetings, which means you're sitting along, at a table alongside the narwhals from level 42 and, uh, and you know, whatever it is those creatures are at level 58 that are making all that noise, so you know, you have to, you have to understand you're dealing with um, but other than that, you've got sort of the, not just the responsibility of taking care of that level, but also the understanding that you are contributing to sort of the ongoing programming that we're doing across Melbourne, and it's growing. So if you're okay with kind of musical monsters and, yeah. uh, you know, crazy happenings, then this is definitely something you should get involved with. Now, there's, a, you know, just kind of touring uh, your website and looking at some of the new kind of programs that you've got going for the young people involved with this incredible project. Uh, I noticed that there's a podcast happening as well, which just delights me because I'm a massive podcast addict. Um, I love the audio storytelling form, wonder why. Um, uh, but I really want to talk a little bit about this and, you know, what the kids are doing in that medium. There's a, there's a few different parts to it. So um, we've done quite a bit of uh, audio work. Uh, I mean, our storytelling takes lots of different shapes. Last year we worked with a group of um, EAL, English as Additional Language students from Year 7 and 8, from a bunch of high schools on the creation of collaborative um, songs. And so there was one song created by a bunch of students, which is called Stress. It was all about their lives. Um, more recently we've had our book club um, do a series of podcasts, which has really been about their reading habits and having lots of arguments about Harry Potter. Um, and they'll be doing as part of the Emerging Writers Festival, a live podcast. Um, so that's coming up very soon. Um, and we also have a group of uh, Year 8 girls who are, have been working for the past nine months on a collaborative uh, radio story, um, which is a crime murder mystery. Uh, and it features a, a, a cast of just you know, unbelievably um, sort of deceitful characters. There's some um, very unreliable narrators in there as well. Um, I, some of our staff have been pulled in to act the, the parts of these characters. Um, they're also going to be soon working on the the, uh, the sound effects to go along with it, so using some Foley techniques, that sort of 
of thing. Um, that hopefully, I think we're, we're looking at the timetable that'll, that'll be ready for release sometime in the second half of this year. Um, so we, we, we have a lot of fun with sort of playing with the medium. Um, one of the stories that was created last year as well was using a, uh, a graphic novel, The Deep, um, as a sort of a storyboard for um, recrafting that as, a, um, as an audio story. Um, we do love playing around with that um, in yeah, lots of ways. It just sounds great. Uh, so look, uh, definitely, definitely people should, uh, you know, get involved or find out more about this, uh, this program. Obviously, uh, you know, you can be involved in terms of being a donor or just supporting this sort of stuff. Uh, you know, obviously listening to uh, things like the podcast, uh, but also just supporting a kick-ass project that's that's helping to make uh, our writing community diverse, but also just helping young people engage with writing and literacy, uh, a group of people that really need it. Lachlan, thank you so much for coming in and, and talking to us. Where can people go to kind of, you know, sign up for this stuff? So uh, our website, uh, which is 100story, S-T-O-R-Y, building.org.au, um, the fundraising site uh, will be launching tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, if you sign up to our newsletter, um, or follow us on Facebook or Instagram, you get all the information, uh, and we'd love to have you as a, just a, as a part of that. We also do have a volunteer program as well, so you get a lot of information there um, on our website about that too. Um, but all Always, always happy to hear from people who want to support what we're doing. Always great to have you on 3 to R, Lachlan. Thanks, Phil. You're listening to Backstory. For Town Hall Gallery's current exhibition, Deeper, Darker, Brighter, artists Pamela Bain and Carolyn Lewins explored the universe with Swinburne University's Centre for Astrophysics and Super.